So how do you as a CEO handle that? Because you've built this organization Mm -hmm. where you have been championing entrepreneurship and frowning upon, in a sense, employment. Now I need employees. (laughs) I don't know if I'm frowning upon. Eh, You frown. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where Donnie has better stuff to do right now. <laughs> Good morning, guys. <laughs> She's preoccupied. They always start before I am actually ready. Oh, so. I need to, um, hold on. I got to tell my man. Oh, you mean you need oh, me to start? Yeah, no, hold on. Good morning and welcome hey. to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we have dope conversations about dope things that are relevant to entrepreneurs. I am Donnie and I am ready to go. David? I'm ready. Regular sized bags. <laughs> are you ready to work? Yeah, no, nah, we in here. We already lit. Yeah. I just had to get, what? No lotion? <laughs> Your feet look crazy. That is not the truth. Well, look, um, we're back. Another week. Donnie is still healthy, mm-hmm. which is good. How was your week, Shans? My week was awesome, first off, even before I start thinking about it. But, oh, oh, my week was awesome. Okay. So I went to Genius Network. Okay. Which is a really, really good, um, really good experience. So it's a higher level mastermind um, where it's only like two of us. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like me and Andre was there and everybody else did not look like us, which is the reason why I went. Mm -hmm. Because I want to see, um, you know, different cultures. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I can almost, when I'm around us, I relate and I understand everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in a different culture, I don't understand everything, honestly. I don't understand the way they do business. So I was talking to a gentleman and his business does about $22 million. Okay. And he has about 500 clients. Hmm. And I, I had to ask him, like, yo, bro. I think I said bro, too. Yo, bro, you got to show me how you're making $22 million. Because I don't know. I, I can't see it. Like, for myself. With I'm like 500 clients. I'm like, how the heck? How do you do that? Like, how do you build a $22 million company because I can't see it myself. Mm-hmm. I can't map, I can't even map it out in my head, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, he wasn't offended by the question and he showed me. He just drew it out and he really like escalates all his clients through different products and services. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's almost like every client will take like three services so it's like he has 1,500 clients. Right. Well, he has So his focus is the overall lifetime value of the client. Mm -hmm. So his focus isn't running a volume game where he's going out and getting new clients all the time. He's taking them through a journey. Joe, can you grab my book bag real quick? Because he drew it out and I'll show it to you. I love it. Mm -hmm. So that's promising because that's essentially almost the model that I'm on. But 22 million, 500 people. Do you know the, did he draw out like the prices of his offers as well? He drew out everything. Okay, I want to see. It's crazy. It's almost like, I'll leave it here. Thanks, Joe. We are about to break down a mega millionaire's business. Yeah, model. yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, remember, 
top of the year, we were kind of discussing, um, we were kind of discussing, you know, how do we make our first million? And it's it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that that it, it's not as big and daunting as we think. So I, I don't even... I just did the math while you're looking at that. And really, this is super realistic. Let me just make sure I did this right. So $22 million. Mm-hmm. And let's just say they all did something one time. $500. Oh, 44,000 people, depending on how big... Like, if you're a celebrity mm-hmm. or if you have a massive network, that's not difficult and unachievable. But many what celebrities... How many? Good, Joe. It was loud. <laughs> you know <laughs> I what? Appreciate, I do need the water, so thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> the other thing, actually, this number represents, okay, $22 million mm-hmm. divided by 500 people. Yo, $44,000. 500 people pay you $44,000? That's per extremely year. doable in a year. It's wild. Shans, I mean, you're practically there. So it's like, but it's, it's a service. So he he services um, um, law firms, right? But what's, what's crazy, yo, it's so, it's so ill the way he does it. So he has a couple different like services, right? One is, it's like the small law firm. Uh, maybe I'll say it's joint, but it's like a, a a class for, you know, law firms and they pay $1,500 a month, okay. right? Kind of okay. teaching you how to market and get clients, Right. He has a C-suite offer where he gives you a CEO for $1,000 a month. Oh, wait, run that back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so here is his introductory offer. That's introductory, yep. How to market your business, stuff like that. And he'll do uh, trips every quarter, like get-togethers every quarter where they're learning how to... Because people have an, a, a talent of knowing the law or whatever, but they don't know how to market their... Law firm. So he's here in his initial offer. He's going to talented attorneys who don't know how to get business. Correct. $1,500 a month. About 120 people just have that service. 120 people have that. Right. But then he has like a sweet C-suite service where he gives you a CEO where someone for a thousand, for an extra $1,000 a month. An extra. So they're $1,500. Now they're at $2,500 a month. Okay. And you might need a COO. CEO. Then COO for another thousand. And, and then, then if you need a CFO, another thousand. Okay. So he has these people who understand business and understand this particular niche that's gonna CEO your business, like kind of high level overview, making sure everything's straight. Someone that comes into the systems, check on it. I think you get a call every every now and again with the person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a CFO, pretty much bookkeeping and all that kind of stuff. He has a video department mm-hmm. where it'll help you with content <laughs> creation. His business does that. This is something else he said. What's this at? Um, that's 80 people. that are, He said he just launched that part. So 80 people are on this $1,000. But this is in addition to... He launched it in April 2020. Okay. So... <laughs> so in order to get these services, you have to have this. Correct. Or this. What's this? Which one? 8K package. Is that what that says? 8K... Something. I don't know. Is that workbook? It's something else. I don't know. Okay, but here's the thing. Something else is needed. So your notes are messy. Is this more of a breakdown? He drew this. He drew it. Because I was asked, I put out my notebook, and he was like, may I? I was like, sure. Absolutely, sir. So it's like these services that you get. So in this particular package, it's, it's drawn. I wish y'all Got could you. see it. I wish y'all could see it. 
it looks like all the websites where you're saying, um, you know, the smaller package, middle, whatever, this is best value, this is stuff you get and don't get. Um, CEO with this particular package, Take COO, yeah, do your thing. And he's like, just kind of like XYZ, all the other stuff that you get, right? So, oh, there's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, yo, at this level, if you're making less than 250000 all you need is a CEO. But if you're making, you know, the next level, which is, I think, 100. That's what's 500? That? No, what, one. Because that's 1.5. He has 500,000. <laughs> and then 1.5, then 3 million, then 5 million. And this is like all the stuff that you're going to need as you start growing. That's dope. That's really, really dope. I would not have gotten this conversation if I wasn't in that room. Mm -hmm. So, like, we say it in a cliche way of, like, yo, you got to get in the room, but you got to get in the room. Mm -hmm. Some people that's watching this, if you wanted to know from somebody who built a $22 million business how to build a $22 million business, who would you ask? A person who's built a $22 million business. But in their Rolodex or their service? Nobody. Who? Mm-hmm. So I joined Genius Network. I need to be a part of that. And then my man called me the other day. I got so much game. How was your week? Because then the podcast episode would be about some of the stuff I learned. Perfect. And my week was awesome. We did a date night with you guys again. That was nice. That was fun. Started off rocky, but then it ended up well. Um, it started off rocky. <laughs> it started God, off we mad rocky. Say why, but We're not going to say why. We're not going to say why. No, we won't say why. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my week went well. I'm trying to think about when this airs. Chance, stop. <laughs> <laughs> her legs, are, her feet are so ashy. The side crazy. of my foot on one side. You got missed. a $2,000 shoe. Anyway, so my week was great. Um, I am excited. So I owe you $17,500. Oh, let's get that. Let me get and that. I just keep oh, forgetting. Oh, yes, I need you for the sales. Right. So the thing is, I keep forgetting to, to give you this money. The day that I left here, I, I have to go straight to the bank. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't. I don't remember, right? So I do owe you and you're going to get your money. Um, okay. It won't be this week. You need a payment plan? No, I don't need a payment plan, but I need to go How right How long do you need to stretch it out? I got funding <laughs> options for you. So, funding options? <laughs> I got you. So, no, because I can't get to the bank. I have a client as soon as I leave here. And then um, tomorrow is birthday day. And then we travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking him on a surprise trip to Jamaica. Good, so, good, um, good, good. Yes, yeah, so I just won't have time. Okay. But I got you. Um, so, what you I want to put it on a credit card? I mean, because no. then you could just pay it over time. I could, couldn't I, Shans? Just saying, I don't know your financial situation. Anyway, Shans be playing with y'all. Okay, so this week has been um, really great because, number one, we kicked off the call with Myron. Mm -hmm. That's always, like, that's a great way to start your week. And those calls just being every two weeks, it just gives you what you need. I always tell people that coaching is almost equivalent to church, how church is for your life, coaching is for your business. When you go into church and you feel like the pastor is talking directly to you and this message was for us and you might be with your significant other and you look at him like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's the word. (laughs) That's how I felt. So much so that you and I actually got together immediately after. Like we had a meeting right after, um, you know, lay it out, lay out your program, what that's going to look like. 
That's what you did, you know, with me. We finally cracked through our separate business venture mm-hmm. that we're doing together, had a major breakthrough there. Yeah. And um, I've got these major trainings that I'm about to shout out to Corey from um, Support Black College. He gave me access to his Black Friday training. Oh, really? Yes. I need that. Mm-hmm. I'll just ask him because you said it on camera. <laughs> yeah, I need that, John. I mean, it's free promo for him because people are probably going to hit him up. Yeah, shout out to Corey, um, Support Black College. I hit him. I sent him a text and I said, hey, send me your link for um, your Black Friday training. I'm like, you did one, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, send me, send me the link. And then there was this pause, this awkward pause. The texts were back to back and then they just kind of, it went empty. So I looked at the text and I was like, oh, maybe he thought I meant like the access link. So I hit him back and I was like, by link, I did mean payment link. I'm about to call him. Yeah. And he laughed at me. He laughed. It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Sent me the file. See, that's love, man. That's love. Let's see if he picks up. He don't like the way I be talking to him about coaching, though. <laughs> he don't like the way I be talking to him. I hope he picks up. Because I want to know, like, what's in the Black Friday launch. Wow. Corey, it's too early to be in the club, bro. Where you at? I'm at the uh, gym. Corey, you're live on the Social Proof Podcast, man. You losing anyway. You got to be on the sideline if you pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm, on my, I'm on watch. Are you I, on the floor? I, I just shake the ball in. I'll call you when I get out. When I get done, though. All right. <laughs> yo. <laughs> That's rich basketball. I'm imagining him pooping with his phone. Hey, yo, bro. Hey, I call yo, you right bro. <laughs> bro, call you right back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I want to know what that launch. Are you preparing yourself for Black Friday? So here's the thing. Uh, I believe that Black Friday, I, I try to, with my product-based companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you got another pen? No. No, I wasn't talking to you. I was um, talking to <laughs> <laughs> You looked at me. Yeah, I know. I, I was looking your direction. 
But it wasn't automatic. Yo, first off, may, do you think people feel how Kenny feel about how we talk to each other? <laughs> yo, Kenny was looking like, yo, you guys are taking shots at each other Y'all all take night. major shots. He talked about it the whole way home. Really? You and Shans have an interesting relationship. I thought it was, he said, um, because he has several times like kicked me under the table. Like, yo, get off of him. Like, really? I'll say something to Shans and he'll be like, that was mean. But le- not last night, whatever night that was that we all went out, mm-hmm. Shans was going now. And so he also listens to the podcast uh-huh. now. He's like, this is just what y'all do. <laughs> but what's funny to him was he's like, when you think about it, this is how me and Jennifer, his sister, mm-hmm. he's like, this is what we did. But y'all be taking like blows that might be low blows. And I'm like, you're just sensitive. Yeah, yeah. We know, we know the line. Like, I mean, there's I no, don't know if there isn't a line, but I don't know if there's a line. <laughs> we don't, I mean, I'm, I just got thick skin. Mm. And I know that from now, some things that we say to each other, somebody else couldn't say to me. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That's somebody else don't play with me. That's a relationship. Um, but that's what a brother sister relationship is, you guys. But what I was saying was, this week has just been, I feel like I have access to so much information that's about to change the game. Mm-hmm. Just in that two-minute presentation that you just showed me of what that gentleman's business is doing at $22 million, like for me, for someone like me, it just gave me incredible hope and belief that, wow, okay, I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. I can have a $22 million business. And here we were at the top of the year, February or March, going for our first million. Mm-hmm. He literally... With a, with some major exception, um, has my model. I'm going to call him. He wants me to come down to Miami, too. And I'm that's a, the thing. You know what's crazy about these I have numbers? his model. Yeah, but he'll, he was like, yo, you know what he doesn't know? He's like, yo, listen, I'm amazing at what I'm amazing at. He said, but this podcasting is so intriguing. Mm. He said, you help me and I'll help you. He's mm. like, yo, just come down to Miami. He's got a boat. He's like, yo, just come on down. So I'll bring you down there. I was going to say, he helps you, you help me. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it yeah, works. Yeah. Bring, and then we yeah. help Joe. <laughs> I bring it down, and we help all of you guys. But that that too, Shans, that's that's a key. That's a law. That's a law. We don't say bar anymore. That's a law. That's a law. That the benefit of being in certain circles, the benefit of having coaches and mentors, good ones, mm-hmm. is that like in this scenario, we're always seeking new information, like mind blowing information. I told Wall Street Trapper. When I started working with him, I said, Trap, you got you to gotta expand your circle. You got to get some other people in your network. And by other, I meant outside of us. Mm. The reason for that is not that I necessarily recommend or want you to change up your brand and who you are and start catering to a different crowd. That's not it. I want you to go, I told him, I want you to go into these other net, into these other environments and networks and cultures and see how they're doing it on a bigger scale and then come back and teach your people how to do this stuff, right? And so he's like, oh, Donnie, I don't need that. You know, I got my people right here and yada, yada, yada. So I ran into Trap about two weeks ago. I don't know if we were on a call or if I saw him in person. I think I saw him in person. And he was like, yo, you was right. <laughs> you was right. I said, what happened? He was like, yo, you gave me a major play. And I'm like, well, what's that? And so he too has been networking in other environments because we only know what we know and there are amazing and successful, super black and powerful or super powerful entrepreneurs who are black CEOs that are also making $22 million. And when I run into them, I'm going to be just as excited, right? Mm -hmm. 
But the truth of the matter is, is the world is not one culture. Yeah. And there's different ways to get to your ultimate goal and result. Mm. And sometimes until you step outside of your, your zip code or until you get off of drive off of your street, you didn't know that mansions existed. Exactly. Right? Until you went to a different mall, you didn't know that, you know, food, just, it, it just wasn't the food court like it is yeah. in your mall. They have actual, like, food wings with five-star restaurants. Mm-hmm. Attached. You didn't know until yeah. you leave your neighborhood mall and go to another mall. Yeah. The same thing in business. Until you leave the circles that you are comfortable in, you don't know that more exists. Yeah. And it's so important for us to go out there and get that more. Yeah, it's almost like in the airport, if y'all don't know, there's like these little rooms that are ducked off. They're called the Sky Lounge. Yes, yes, yes. There's this, it's like you got your terminals, you got um, you got your little like, you know, your, your places where you eat and all that kind of stuff. And when you wait for your plane, you just wait in those little chairs mm-hmm. and you try to tap into like airport Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. it's trash. But yes. ducked off in the corner. And you got to... I didn't even notice the signs that says, like, Delta Sky Lounge until someone took me. The first time I ever went was Mark Sterling. Shouts out to Mark. We got... We went in there, and he just... He... It was during the day, too. It was It was a morning. And um, this was, like, a few years ago. And he went to the bar, and he got two drinks. And then he just walked away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, y'all gonna, you gonna pay for that, bro? It's like, no, we're at the Sky Lounge. And then they got like this, this food there. And you yeah. just go get the food. I'm like, well, how much can we get? <laughs> can we say, take them on the plane? Bro, you just eat what you want. Like it's, and then they, they have a Wi-Fi code where it's strong Wi-Fi. Strong Wi-Fi. But the Sky Lounge is ducked. You have to, it's like the, if you know, you know. Yeah. It is. If you know, you know. And business works like that. So your the pillar to your success is also attached to an if you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know certain information, certain mm-hmm. people about certain places. And the, the, the crazy part is like you just talked about the Sky Lounge. You are literally right here walking past the information. Mm-hmm. Like, walking all, right by you're it. You're walking right by it. Like, you never know who that person is next to you. How many times have you walked through the airport and you never noticed that private escalator or elevator that takes you up to the lounge? It's ducked off. The it's little ducked cubby. off. You never noticed the LED lights that light up when you walk into <laughs> the lounge. Like, you never noticed it. You just walk and you're racing to your terminal, but you were right there at something else Mm -hmm. that could have been a major benefit to you. So we got to step outside. We got to not only do we have to step outside of our circles and seek other information and learn the way, different ways that people are doing things, because my way isn't the only way, your way isn't the only way. But sometimes right in the circles that you're in, you have to stop for a second and look around and actually notice yeah. what's there and who's there yeah. in those circles. 100%. Man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited about the fact that um, I'm becoming more aware of the private rooms, almost looking for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now we're, we're at a level. It's like there are these private rooms, private masterminds, smaller groups. Now we're looking for them. Yeah. You know, because I know they exist. Mm-hmm. I know there's a room. We're in Atlanta, right? And you would say, 
that, yo, Atlanta's small. Everybody <laughs> knows everybody. But there's some private rooms. Mm -hmm. There's like, there's some things going on right here in the city. Yeah. That we have no idea. We don't but even we gotta know about. look for them. We gotta look for them. The thing is now though, once once you have been exposed to a different level of access, yeah. you're always looking for the access. That's a fact. Always looking. What's the shortcut? Who can I pay? Who mm -hmm. can I talk to? Who can I phone in a, a favor to? I'm always looking for the access. Yeah. Hey, I was looking for, I was on uh on the internet the other day, and I was Googling um um podcast masterminds mm -hmm. because so I have a podcast mastermind but I want to be a part of one like I want to be a part of a room where mm -hmm. it's like these people that are in the top 10 podcasts in every yes every uh category I want to know what they talk about I'm trying to find the room but I can't find it like there's I don't know if it exists yet it probably exists but maybe not because it's early. So I got, it, it was two, two thought processes. One, I'm excited because I have one and it's not easily accessible. Mm -hmm. Meaning the industry, I don't think you're good. <laughs> I'm good. The industry is um, not as pronounced just mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. The second reason I got really excited is because um, I, now, I, now there's a, a space where I can be the person that's searching for a mastermind. Yeah. I want to be that person. Yeah. Joe, can you, in your experience, just being around like me and Donnie and kind of like what we're doing, um, what didn't you know or what did you think to be true that was just backwards in your thinking? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would say um, just of my whole thought process on how business is, I was, you know, because I said I'm new to entrepreneurship. I had never been around entrepreneurs and just really just seeing that the possibility of everything. Mm. Um, it's just my perspective is different. Uh, every time I go on vacation, it's like a vacation slash I'm thinking of my next move. Yeah. I'm looking at houses like, oh, that could be a dope investment property. So yeah. it's just my you're whole noticing mind. the little yeah, signs. Yeah, I'm noticing yeah. the little signs like, like, you know, you're different now. Yeah. And it's just I'm accepting that I'm different from who I used to be. Yeah. Mm. Oh, let me tell you something else I got from the mastermind. And this is kind of directly related to our last conversation. Okay. Where we were talking about um, everybody in my company is a contractor, mm -hmm. right? And the challenge that I'm having is I want everybody to be entrepreneurs. I want them to experience this entrepreneurial thing that we got going on. Um, but... To build out a $22 million company, it can't be all contracts. You have to have some people, when they wake up, they're putting in a full eight hours yep. into this business. Yep. And I'm starting to understand that now. And uh, I've been hindering myself and other people because um, I've been maybe pushing or promoting entrepreneurship on everybody that's around including Joe, including Jen, all them people, right? But this is what, um, this is what my man told me. He said... Same guy? No, different guy. D okay. Different guy. Yo, join one of these masterminds because if you're the only black person, they embrace you. Yeah. Remember I used to tell you about the one that I went to at the Porsche dealership mm -hmm. years ago? Yep. Like, this was... This was 2017, and I got invited there as a result of speaking at when I did T.D. Jake's Mega Fest, yeah. um, 
I, I wasn't the only black person at that event, but I, I showed up and did what was supposed For to be sure. done. For sure. You understood the assignment. And I understood the assignment. <laughs> And I was welcomed. Mm-hmm. And then I was invited to this mastermind. Remember, I, I told you, Shans, their conversations are different. Different. <laughs> different. Like, and we are over it. here talking about, you know, how to, what angle to use to post our pictures. They're over there furious about a $1.6 million month. Crazy. And talking about, like, these level of strategies. So I was mind blown. I was mind blown. <sighs> but the same way. It's so funny because here's a nugget. You mentioned this gentleman who generates $22 million in his business needs your help for something, Mm -hmm. right? Same as when I went to that particular mastermind. The second time I showed up, I was asked to speak about social media. I'm in a room full of people who are making anywhere from 10 to $100 million a year. Mm -hmm. And y'all want to pass me the mic? So with that being said, you can always contribute value to people that you think are just way above your level because I went literally note after note after note. Not only that, I ended up voice recording a lot of the conversation because quite honestly, there was language being used in that room that I just flat out did not understand. I was not familiar. Mm -hmm. Back at that time, this is 2017, and they're talking about KPIs and, Mm -hmm. you know, projections and things like that. And I'm like, I've never really projected revenue. And and they're two years out. Mm. So they're, you know, if if it's 2022, they're projecting 2024's numbers. And so then you start getting in the mindset of, Okay, I'm behind. Just like I said before, let's talk about Black Friday and are we planned? And, you know, am am I planning Black Friday? Well, a new entrepreneur would start planning Black Friday sometime in November. Mm -hmm. But as you start to grow and you get in different rooms, you're like, if I'm in November, I'm way too late, probably missed it. I typically tell my clients to be planned out for Black Friday in August, by August, like done, especially if you're a product-based business. But there are company, and, and somebody would look and say, no, that's way behind. That's way behind. Or I have two types, there's two types of people or two types of CEOs. One will say, well, that's so far in advance. I don't know what I'm going to want to do by then. I'll get bored and I want to change it. And then there's somebody else who will say, um, somebody else will say, well, I think that's behind. There are companies who know what their Black Fridays are going to be for the next two years. Mm-hmm. They're already working on next year's campaign because the amount of detail and the amount of excellence goes that goes into it requires that kind of time and, sure. and forward thinking. There's always a next level. Always a next. Let me tell you a next level from the the mastermind I went to. My man, yo, shouts out to Daryl. He's and here's the crazy thing. Like you know, you talk about like yo, I don't understand language. He's in like aerospace or aeroscience. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what that is. But anyway, it's like. He was, he was telling me, and I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> but, yo, he took 10 years off. Wow. He said he realized that, like, he needed, like, a mental break. And he prepared himself to take 10 years off, and he's just now getting back. He took 10 years off. And I said, bro, heck were you doing for 10 years? What were you doing for 10 years? What he was said, he doing? hanging out with family. He said, I love fly fishing. I was like, were you just traveling? He said, no, just being with the family. I like, I like fly fishing. I don't know what fly fishing is. I think that's the one you get in the water and then, yeah. But 10 years? 
I've never thought about that until it's over in terms of, you know, I'm 50, 60 years old, retire, or like, what would you do for 10 years? And, and can you be so far up Mm. that you could take the next 10 years off? Mm. I'm not talking about a few years, 10 years. And you already have a certain lifestyle, meaning, I don't, anyway. So anyway, let me get back to the conversation. It's the same guy, Daryl. Okay. And... I'm telling them about, you know, kind of the, the conversation we were having. Everybody's contractors. We need some people sold out. And long story short, he said, and this changed the whole, this was, this was the most impactful part of the trip for me. He said, um, what you don't know, and I, and I just met you, but you seem like a, a person that people want to follow. And he said, there's probably people on your team that are waiting for you to make them an employee. Mm. He said, there's probably people waiting for you to say that. Waiting for you to say, all right, yo, look, we got this whole team. And you missed the call yesterday, Joe, because you were on a plane. But I told everybody, we just can't build it like that where everybody's doing all this other stuff. Right. We need so, I'm, I'm 100% going to be looking for employees. In fact... I'm going to be an employee of the company if anybody feels a certain way about yeah. it. I'm going to be an employee of the company. I work for the company and we're going to need more employees. So I get back and this is like the other day and I was talking to Jen and I was kind of just letting her know my thoughts pre-call. And I'm like, yo, um, you are a very valuable asset to, the, to, to me and to the company, but you are doing a lot of other stuff and you got a bunch of other clients, which I've, I mean, I've promoted you. Like yeah. I've referred you to other clients, but I said, we can't do that anymore. I need somebody and I'm preparing myself for her to say, yo, I mean, I'm really trying to build my own business, which is cool. We've been promoting it. Right. Um, but I told her like, yo, I need, I don't need you working with nobody else. You know what she said to me? I've been waiting for you to say that. Mm. Almost the exact words. I've been waiting for you to say that. Almost exactly what he said that she would say. Mm. She said, I've been waiting for that. She's like, yo, I don't want to work with nobody else. I want to work with you. And I said, okay, well, you know, what is it, what does it take to be a, you know, full time? And she gave me a number, which wasn't crazy because we're going to have, we're going to be building some other stuff. And she gave me the number. I said, all right, cool. Call your other clients and tell them you don't work for them no more. Period. Today. She said, all right. Period. That's excellent. Think about how many people, because I'm thinking about how many people um, I've let go just not being a good fit because I came to the realization that I need somebody who completely works for my company. Mm-hmm. And I sat as a CEO and I said, man, I really want her to work for my company, but she really wants to be a CEO. She wants to be an entrepreneur, and I don't want to make her an offer that distracts her, right? I think about Samantha even, same thing, um, who, you know, worked with me at a time, and because I needed more and more and more, I felt guilty thinking, but I've encouraged her to be an entrepreneur. I'm teaching her to be an entrepreneur. Let her go do her thing, Donnie, and you go find somebody who really desires to be an employee mm-hmm. when the whole time 
She just wanted to work for my company. The whole time you had Jen sitting there. So do you feel like you took someone who had a great skill set and you projected your desire of them being an entrepreneur on them when all they wanted, when all she wanted to do was support you? 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm. Like the door wasn't open. Yeah. For that to be, you know what I mean? So... Like even Joe, so we set up, we set up, I set up calls with everybody on the team. Like, okay. you schedule your call? Okay. Actually, we probably do ours today. We're Let's here just do already. it now. No. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do our call. No. no Is this that... a performance review? Well, it's performance Let's review. Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, set up a call with everybody. And there's some people I know that it's not, it's just not a good fit. Joe. If Joe's I don't see you Joe's next week. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Now, okay, so. <laughs> Joe, if I, I don't see say, you next week. All right, so I think Joe, Joe does good. Um, and you have, I don't know, he'd be calling me. It, 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 it'd be the craziest thing. He's like, yo, I'm doing my internship or something like that. Yo, like, yo, Joe, you Joe, got a lot going on. What's up with you? I don't get it. But it might be, it might be my fault. Where, you know. Do you ever feel pressured into excellence by working for David? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Do you feel like... Turn, turn that air off, Joe. I don't think we need it. Please. Yeah, it's a little chilly. Um, I'll wait till you get back to your mic. Uh, this is a good one. This is a good conversation. You have felt pressured into a higher level of excellence. We're not having okay. a call right now, right? No, we're not having the call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I, and I want to be clear because there's a difference between motivated and inspired to be excellent and I feel pressured. So the pressure is like, I have to do something more, show more value, become greater so that this person keeps me in their circle. Yes and no. Okay. So I say yes because... To myself, I always feel like I always got something to prove. No, because I I know my worth and my value when it comes to Dave. Like, I know okay. what I'm worth with Dave because he shows it. Like, he shows my his appreciation for me. He, you know, always calls. And outside of business, you know, the first thing he asks is, you know, how are you first? And then he gets into the business. So mm-hmm. I know the work that I've put in over the last, what, five years? When I started off just as an intern for David um, and then just kind of figuring out my way throughout this whole entrepreneurship thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like a yes and no question, answer. So then my next question is, do you feel as though <clears throat> entrepreneurship is truly your burning desire deep down inside? Or do you feel like, man, I really want to be a part of an amazing organization that I see changing generations going forward? What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, 
your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal i would like to be a part of something i don't believe i can successfully <clears throat> successfully lead something on my own that's crazy oh. yeah i just don't i don't have that much faith in me just yet to say Jovan, you can like leave the whole David Shans organization and go out and build your own thing on your own and it'll be great. I don't have that much faith in myself just yet. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Being honest. Hmm. Okay. Oh, because she said something like that the other day. I but. said that. I said that I didn't believe that you believed it. Mm -mm. I, where Joe is right now, I don't see him leading a massive movement that's going to produce the type of... I just like playing my part. Just give right, me my... Right, right, right. I just right. like playing my part. Like, give me what I got to do. Cool. Leave me to myself. Check in every now and again. You know, boom. It's done. And I'm cool. Well, and this conversation is so important because right now, entrepreneurship seems like a movement when right, really right. it's existed since the beginning of time, mm -hmm. but this seems like a trend. And so many people are out here fighting for something. And I hate to say this, but it's just the truth. Fighting for something that's never going to happen mm -hmm. successfully. Right. And this isn't being like a dream killer or anything like that. Like I'm never going to be the next Beyonce as much as I wanted to when I was a teenager and in my twenties, there came a time when I just had to realize I wasn't going to be Destiny's Child. <laughs> right? And so I had to move into other things. And then I later learned that it wasn't necessarily singing and performing music that was, for me, I love music. Music really is my love language. And um, people don't know, you wrote a, a, a hook for Luda. Are you, are you able to talk about that? So I wrapped on Luda's first album. If you look at his album, um, you'll see my name in the title in the credits on the on the back. And uh, Ludacris and I were friends way back in the day. Um, he went to a rival high school of mine and I am on the very first album. Good. I'm sorry. Continue so um, that, yeah, that. And um, what was I saying? So, oh, in, in that so vein, some things will will just never happen, right? Um, you have to really ask yourself as an entrepreneur or as an aspiring entrepreneur, am I fit to lead this? Is this really even what I desire to do? Or am I feeling pressure just like people feel pressure to go to college and to get jobs and do other things? Am I fit to do that? Right. Or do I really need to be playing a supportive role in a with a movement that I really, really believe in? All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon. OK, we created an inner circle. 
We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're a like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. Okay. Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Man, uh, I was, I was talking to, Jay Morrison one time and he said he went up to like the Rock Nation office, you know, like, you know, just looking at like Jay-Z's operations. I think he, he did something up there or whatever. Like he was working there and something, something he was up there. And he, what he noticed was he said each person in that office could be running their own multi-million dollar company, mm-hmm. but they all decide to follow this one person's dream and they're all super successful. Wow. Because they're putting all their talents into one direction. He said, anybody, yo, he said, those, those guys up there are brilliant. Everybody's brilliant. And they can really do their own thing, but they decide to say, okay, you are going to be the leader and that, you being the leader helps me achieve uh-huh. my lifestyle dreams. Uh-huh. So, um, I'm, listen, I'm having a call with every single person on the team to find out um, what you really, really want uh-huh. and, and maybe being able to cast the vision more, being better at casting the vision to say, yo, do you want to be a part of this or do you want to be a part? Either way is fine. I think. So how do you as a CEO handle that? Because you've built this organization Mm -hmm. where you have been championing entrepreneurship and frowning upon, in a sense, employment. Now I need employees. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I'm frowning upon. Eh, you frown. Employees. You frown. I don't frown. You 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 certainly you certainly promote that entre- that employment is a stepping stone. Like we always talk about, respect your paycheck because your paycheck will fuel and fund your dream, mm-hmm. right? But the ultimate goal is to transition. The ultimate goal for you has definitely been to transition people from entrepreneur from employees to entrepreneurs. I guess I did frown. And it is a slight, it is a slight frown because when we speak about breaking free from jobs, we, it's like freedom. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a relief. I'll never go back to that. I'll never. So now that you're this man who has promoted this message, now you need employees. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of feel hypocritical? Uh, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, but I'm comfortable with it now because I'm growing. Mm. Like the things that I thought to be true a year ago, two years ago, I'm realizing now that they're not at all true. Yeah. So the things that I'm thinking of right now, the things that I think I'm so right about, I'm realizing that in a couple of years, it's a possibility that I'll be completely wrong. Completely. And that's helping me grow as um, a leader, a CEO, mm-hmm. as a man. Mm-hmm. Just considering that um, I, I, I don't have all the answers, which is why I'm so heavily invested in different masterminds and getting in certain rooms yeah. because I need to see what I'm missing. I know that I'm missing something. Right. 
Uh, Marquel said the the thing that keeps you from making a hundred thousand dollars a month is fifty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Because if you accomplish fifty thousand dollars a month, you start to feel yourself. You know, like you you had honcho, you Walk out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm lit. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, but I think what helps us grow is understanding that we don't know what we're talking about and being able to say, let, let me just just kind of wrap this point up. I'm understanding now that some people don't want to be entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. some people aren't necessarily fit to be entrepreneurs. They, they need to kind of develop and become intrapreneurs where you can add value to an entrepreneur who has the vision and doesn't have the fear to go out there and just get it done. And you can be the support of that. Um, some people, they're designed, the way their brain works, the way their attitude is set up, their emotional intelligence is set up not to go be the visionary, mm-hmm. but to f- help you know, fulfill the vision. So, yeah. um, yes, I am. Um, I take back almost everything I said about employees. Yeah. That is still a struggle for me too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's still a struggle. I remember, um, when I, when I had Sam, it felt awkward. Like I preferred to deal with, uh, VAs and contractors and people who came on to help with projects. And I could remember when she came, she was really the first person who came and said, Donnie, I, I see where you're going. I see the vision. I want to be a part of that. I am here to serve you. Mm-hmm. And when she said those exact words, I like tensed up. Yeah. I'm not, why would you say that? Why would you say you're here to serve me? Like, no, you, no, yeah, I just need yeah, help, yeah. right? It made me feel a way. And then she'd work and she'd call and she's like, hey, I need more. You got too much on your plate. You know, I need more. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I've never been that person. Like, I might want more work to do because I am challenged by the work. But I've never worked a job where I felt that CEO's vision so strongly that I just wanted to serve him or her, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So it was a really uncomfortable and new, new feeling for me. I can remember coming doing an event, and Sam was with me, Dave, and she took all of my things out of my hand. I had like a bag and my laptop and some books, and she took them all out of my hand. And I'm like, I can carry my own stuff. Give me my stuff back. <laughs> Give me my stuff back. And she's like, no, you got to be freed up to, you know, this. you're booked for this. You got to be freed up. And I took my things back, right? But then people want pictures and they want to talk to you. And so I'm constantly taking these things and I'm putting them down and I'm picking them up and I'm talking, but I'm turning my back to make sure that my purse is still there and all this stuff. And it wasn't until moments like now when I realized it wasn't belittling it was a role because she believed in the vision so much that she just wanted me to be great so that there's a vision to continue to believe in. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even use the <laughs> word like assistant because I thought of an assistant as like a, a lower thing because I don't want to be an assistant. Mm-hmm. But then I started to realize that some people take great pride in being the assistant. Mm-hmm. Like they'll both say, yo, I'm this person's assistant. Yes. And when I take that away, it's like, because I will always use the word partner until yeah. somebody told me that like legally you can't call everybody a partner because then they could legally take the thing that you're saying and they can make decisions on your behalf or whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more so, I thought it was like an arrogance thing where anybody, oh, I have my assistant or my mentee. 
But I did call Sam my business manager. It, it was a thing, but but essentially she was my assistant. Yeah, but some, some people like some people like yo. I embody the role of assisting greatness. Yeah, and so call me my call me assistant. And do you know I've seen I've seen people take so much pride in that role that it's in their bios, assistant mm-hmm. to executive assistant to. But that role is so important. It's so important to what you do every single day because we will drop balls and we do need help. And when you're working, and I'm not just talking about, you know, companies, people who are out here getting money. I'm talking about true visionaries, like the thing that we're working on mm-hmm. is, is so big and it's really going to change not just our generation, but hundreds of generations, right? We can't do it on our own. We need assistance. Yeah, for sure. A-N-C-E, assistance. We all need assistance. Need assistance. And there's pride in that role. So now that you are, you know, to the point where you need employees and things of that nature, I think we need to, I think we need to highlight that more often. And really also speak to the people who are amazing at supporting the entrepreneur. 100%. 100%. I'm, uh... Because we got a lot of talented people like the Joes out here who are effective mm-hmm. and amazing at the support that they offer, but they're scared to do it because it, it's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. And so they go out and try to be entrepreneurs when... Or I push them to like, you know, start your own, start your own, start your mm-hmm. own. And it becomes uncomfortable because she's like, yo, I don't know if I even want to do that. Or like, just let me, let me do what I'm doing right here. Let me here. help. Just so, let me do this. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have our, we'll have our call, Joe. Uh, I'd be interested in your perspective of this conversation, though. Okay. Yeah, come on, give me some more. Like, Wait, give me your, that's your perspective? You no. Um, so I'm excited to have this conversation because, like I said earlier, I don't know if I'm 100% ready for a full-time CEO role right now because I have so much to learn. I mean, so much to learn and there's so much that I want to do and I have so much ambition, but sometimes I know I have to tell myself I got to scale back to really let all of this sink in because if I move too fast, I'm going to miss something very important that's going to be very pivotal to my success. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind working for you. I think I had a moment like some years ago, you probably never caught this. I had to humble myself because E.T. had an event here. The trash was in the back. And he was like, yo, Joe, get the trash. And in my head, I was like, yo, why can't you get the trash? It's in your hand. And I forgot the, the role that I signed up for. Mm. How did I say it? Did I say get the trash? No, you was like, yo, Joe, you was like, yo, Joe, get the trash. And I was like, in my head, I was like, it's in did your I hand. Did I ask? Can I, did I say, can you get? It seems like I'd say. I don't, I don't remember that specific time. Right, but but was, you felt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt the yeah, way I was like. you perceived it. Yeah, the way I perceived <laughs> it was like, it's in your hand. The dumpster was like 10 feet away. Why can't you do now? But I forgot my, you know, I signed up for this role. Mm. It's not, you know, regardless of how you said it, of course, you know, if you said it foul, I'll probably let you know, but it wasn't nothing foul. I don't take anything too serious nowadays. But it was just sometimes I think we forget the what we signed up for mm. when the person who hired us, the person who, you know, put us in position to get to where we are, asks us for a task to do something. Mm. So it's like, you know, I'm excited to have this conversation because one is gonna help me really like get more clarity on what I need to be doing or what I should exactly be doing versus just have my hands here, you know, oh, this is cool. Let's do this. This is cool. Let's do that. And saying, you know what? I'm cool right here in the David Shands land for the next two, three, four, five years until I figure it out and it makes sense to really 
jump out there and say, okay, Dave, like I did this for five years, man. I appreciate what you've done for me. I'm going to make this move now. I don't feel comfortable in myself to make a move and really jump out there. Had I not had you, I would still have a job right now. Mm. Mm. I'm always going to feel uncomfortable asking you to do anything with trash stuff. Right? From now on, I don't... <laughs> I'm definitely never going to be like, yeah, you grab that? Joe. I'll never, ever. No, nah, but uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I appreciate it. I will get my own I'm water like, from right. now on, Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but I, I too, I'm looking for it, man. I think this is just what it's about, man, just growth. Just growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just growing as people, as entrepreneurs. I'm learning every single day. Growth as a husband, you know, picking my battles. And being... in. This happened maybe a few uh, a few weeks ago or a month ago or so. It's something that I know I'm right about. I know I'm right. And Dre, you're wrong, wife. <laughs> and I decided in that moment to not prove it. And the rest of the day went great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I lost anything by not proving my point. And I said, wow, I need to do this more often. You don't have to always be right, even when you're right. Yes. And it's just growth. It's like knowing this stuff, but it comes from being around, you know, people who are, you know, got years in. So we was talking to um, Jeremy and Tracy, mm-hmm. which they're just too perfect. There's like a card game, like for uh, for relationships. And we was like, nah, we're not going to play with them. They're not toxic enough. Yeah, David, yeah. <laughs> David said, did you bring the card game? I'm like, I wasn't bringing the card game to play with Jeremy and Tracy. They're yeah, perfect. Yeah, they're not, they're not toxic <laughs> they're enough. They're not toxic enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> you ever meet a couple that just, you're just not toxic Tracy enough. Tracy has sure. never even like side-eyed Jeremy in public. Like, you know what's up. And Jeremy doesn't do anything but lift Tracy up on the pedestal. Oh, so we're not playing that game with them. Yeah, yeah, we said something like, and I didn't expect this answer. We said something like, yo, y'all don't never argue. And Jeremy looked at Tracy, and Tracy looked at Jeremy, and Jeremy's like, I mean, we don't really... I can't I remember. Said, what? I can't remember the last time we argued. He did make reference, everything that Jeremy made reference to that could be toxicity in the relationship or, you know, challenges was years ago. Mm, yeah. Everything was, you know, it was a couple of years ago where I'm like, dang, because before y'all sat down at the table, we were in the middle of something. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't, but that's how it feels. But it's, it is promising to see things like that yeah. because, you know, just like in business, where we are right now isn't where we have to finish. Most of these things are our choices. Yeah. I was at, I was, when I was at dinner, it reminded me of the, the Sky Lounge sign that I just never saw before. Mm-hmm. And I see it. I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. You can get to a point where y'all don't. Y'all not argue. You can't even remember the last argument. They say, yo, they don't, like, if they have, a, if they have like, little spurts of stuff, like, you have disagreements, but you don't never go to bed and not <laughs> say goodnight. <laughs> so y'all just out here saying goodnight right? every night? Every night? Good, good morning, good. too? you go to bed? Yes. Oh. I asked Tracy, I said, do, I asked them both, do you guys ever get so angry that you sleep in separate bedrooms? And the look of disgust that came across of her face. Of disgust. Sleep in separate bedrooms. Heard of. I mean, it's it's like one of my rules. Like 
okay, I don't. I, now that's where I draw the line. We might not say goodnight, but you better lay down right there, <laughs> right? Like that's. We might not say goodnight, but I know you hold mad grudges. Oh, what? You I hold told grudges. Him. I said, you know, I, yeah, I, I got the same look of just pure, <laughs> just, just <laughs> disgust. Tracy, so David can walk past Andrea a couple of days straight. Oh, and they just, a couple of days. They're just not Easy. talking, right? They're walking past each other. Dre pushing dinner on the table, it, whatever. No, no, no. It's, it don't be like that. It's just, I've... I'll just be away. You, you said, hey, good morning, good morning. So Real dry. It dry. I'm out of it right and now. When, and it takes a couple of days. When Dre said, Dre said, David holds grudges. And sometimes he'll go for like two and three days and we're not speaking. Jeremy and Tracy look like, what? They almost spit out their drink. <laughs> yo, he looked, yo, in the way the Jeremy looked. for me of it all. First off, I've got to tell Jeremy, he looked at me very judgmental. Like, I bro. didn't like that. He, he looked at me like, Right. You're the leader of the house. What's yeah. going on it's like here? A couple days, like come on, and, and then like gave me like a look of disappointment. Like, he gave you a, this is how you right, treat yeah. your queen, bro. <laughs> this is a, man. This how you treat your queen. <laughs> I think everybody straightened up after that. Here's what's crazy because I'm getting better. It used to be like, oh, we I would hold stuff, right? But now it's just like a day or two. I'm good. So I'm thinking I'm improving. <laughs> Especially after her and Kenny started talking, I'm like, yo, we we toxic, but not as, there's levels of toxicity, right? Only because they haven't been together as long as us, right? So, and, and I think it was, again, it was the little sign. It's like, wow, they've been together for 10 years. Yeah. It took time to get there, mm-hmm. right? So the things that like you and Kenny go through or the things that me and Dre was going through in the very beginning, man, what, that first year? Of you being in my space every day? And that's where we are right now. That's what he's talking about. All of the day? We just started living together in the last, uh, September, last three months, going on four months. And I am an only child and he is bossy. Mm -hmm. So us having to come together. I am. You two are bossy. Us having to come together, like we're both used to, I mean, because we dated Mm -hmm. for on and off for two years prior to this happening. And so it was still like, I'm at my place. You'll be downstairs to pick me up soon. And I'm in my house doing what I'm doing. I'm getting dressed the way I want to get dressed. And now he's like, we're supposed to be leaving in 30 minutes and you're still walking around with a towel on. Listen, my process is my process, okay? <laughs> Just like your process, you know, and then I walk past him. Can you get that piece of beard hair out of the sink? He's like, Can I finish getting dressed first? Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we're in that space of sharing. You, if For anybody who thinks spending the night with your significant other is the same as living together. Well, I, I basically be there every day. Or getting day. a we, dresser or a drawer. Yeah, I'm like getting a dress. I basically... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Be there every day. I got two drawers. It's not the same it's thing. It's not the same. And because we in both, your mind, mm-hmm. you have another place to go to. Yes. And we are both so comfortable. We have both grown so comfortable being individual mm-hmm. and where marriage is a desire, but it's not a, it's not a deal breaker kind mm-hmm. of deal. We've both, un, you know, grown to that part. And sometimes it's unfortunate. Sometimes it's not like people are always like, you should have got married first. Well, that wasn't necessarily my priority. Mm-hmm. So we've both grown in that way that we felt like it was really important to live together first and see, you know, are we going to do... I didn't want to get married and then live together and end up divorced because Jesus. But the cool thing is we're figuring it out and we're constantly surrounded with the Jeremy Andersons and even seeing how you and Dre have grown. We're constantly surrounding ourselves in those environments where we know that what we're going through isn't really that different from what other people are going through. We're in couples counseling. Good, 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 good. And that's working out. I have a session today, in fact. How was it? How was the first one? The first one was, it was, the first one was tough. Mm, Really? Yeah, the first one was tough. um, Only because we didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you kind of feel like you should be prepared for something like that. But we weren't prepared. And he asked questions. And some of our answers were the same. Some of them were different. And it's like, y'all on the same page? I don't think or? you could prepare for counseling. Who won, though? Like It wasn't a win. Well, me. Because I won the first. I got the when win. we did counseling, I won that first I one. got the I, win I on up. this one because <laughs> I got. You'd be waiting for the uh, counselor to validate you, and you'd be like, told you. Don't say nothing. That's what I be saying, that. <laughs> So I think I won the first one. And it's not a win-lose, but if we're counting, I think <laughs> I think Doc is feeling me on this yeah. one because he literally had to... Um, we were going back and forth about explaining what some a situation. He wanted to, us to elaborate on the situation. We're going back and forth from his perspective to my perspective. And then our doctor said, our, our therapist said, okay, no more. I don't want to hear anymore. And Kenny just had to say, but wait, because he's like, I don't want to hear it. Stop it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And Kenny was like, I mean, if I'm being fully, he a boss. Mm-hmm. You just can't shut him up, right? right? He's like, look, if I'm being real transparent, I'm not comfortable with not being able to communicate my thought. And Doc said, I don't need to hear it. Is what I, I don't need to hear it. And then it was just tense. Mm, he needed that, though. It was, oh, did he? After the fact, we discussed it. He and I discussed it for like an hour and I gave him a different perspective. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And he understood that he needed it in that moment. But during the session, I was like, yep, that part dot where I said he will never, he just don't stop talking. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about right here. One for Donnie. One for Donnie. <laughs> One for Donnie. Today, I'm actually more nervous because we both have, we have individual sessions today mm. with him. So... I won't be there for his. He won't be there for mine. And I'm like, you better not say nothing dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so that's anyway, that's that. But, but, but here's the thing. Last night we had a conversation and, um, you know, we both operate business in our own right. And we finally sat down and made it a priority to have business meetings 
about our relationship. Mm. So Business meetings about your relationship? We're going to treat our relationship like a business mm. um, because one of the top failures of relationships other than money is com- poor communication. So we want to make sure we're going to evaluate our relationship with the same level of passion and priority that we evaluate our business. So we both meet with our teams every single week and we're like, hey, you know, what's going on? What's going great? What do I need to know about? How are you feeling? How are things going? How often do you actually have that conversation in your relationship? So we're going to be really intentional. We're very intentional about weekly date nights. I think we said we're going to have either, um, we're supposed to sit down tonight and finish the schedule, but uh, a bi-weekly meeting like every other Sunday where we sit down and it's like, you good? I'm good. Here's a couple of things that's happened that I think that I've noticed we could do better. Um, you know, how are we doing? What's, what's the money like? And, you know, just having a business meeting and making sure that we're running our relationship at the same priority, if not greater than we run our business. Because I'm not just going to sit down and let my business fail. Yeah. I'm just not, it's not going to happen because there are things that I am willing to do. There are investments that I'm willing to make, right? And it's the same in this relationship. There are investments that we're willing to make to, because it's not one of those things where you're making it work. We love each other, but we are both very independent and we're having to learn to cohabitate together. So what investments are we willing to make so that we, you know, are are doing this in a way that pleases us both? Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I just think it's important. Ooh. I think I think just as important as I think every couple, I think every business owner should have a coach. Mm-hmm. I think every husband and wife should have a coach. I think every relationship should have a coach. And I think that in business, you won't really know what's going on in your business unless you're having meetings and you're mm-hmm. talking to your team. And I think sometimes when we get married, we think it's automatic. It's automatic. Well, we loved each other and we fell in love, so it's automatic. And I think maybe if most, if more of us prioritized sitting down and meeting with our spouse, making sure the relationships' needs are being met, just like the business's needs are being met, yeah. making sure that we actually have goals. Like, what is your goal together in your marriage? You don't have to answer that now, but what goal, what three to five goals that you and Dre say, these are our goals and this is what we're going to accomplish in our lifetime together? Yeah. Most people don't have that. Yeah. So we're going to be intentional about creating that. Good. Yeah. Good. That's what's up, man. This is a much-needed conversation. Uh, I think for both of us. Mm-hmm. Right? For both of us. Hey. Um, well, I guess we got any closing remarks. Oh, we want, we want to do... We want to pay some bills right quick. This episode is... Spot- when is this? What day is this that... No, don't say the date. No, I'm trying to see what day this is that... What today is. So today is... Do you know we... We no, didn't get October to celebrate our one-year anniversary of working together on the podcast. What's the, what was the date? September something. September something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to have like a live event or something. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. I had COVID. You had COVID. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. So we need, to, we need a makeup date. Okay. Okay. Joe, can you get on that? Does that make you yeah, feel yeah, yeah. disrespected? <laughs> <laughs> Schedule your own date, Shan. Schedule your own date. Your phone's in your hand. <laughs> your phone's right here, bro. <laughs> yes, we will put something together for sure. Oh, so, um, Jesus look, Christ. man, this episode is sponsored by uh, The Morning Meetup, the only organization that gathers every single day. We are, listen, first off, we're the biggest black book club in the country. 
Okay? There's no other place to gather every single day and read a book every single day. Every day we read a chapter, and we're up to like 12 books this year already. Um, we're probably going to be reading 15 books a year. Mm. Chapter by chapter, day by day. So you read a chapter, jump on the call, and discuss it at 7.45 a.m. And the actual call starts at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check it out for a dollar, dollar trial. Um, go to themorningmeetup.com. Um, also, send me a text message, man, 404-737-4935. Send me a text message. I want to know what you think about the podcast. I want to know what you think about the morning meetup. I want, you, I want to know what you think about my hat. I'm thinking about getting a man weave. Think about getting a little man weave. You are getting it. We already discussed it. It's done. I'll send this. What is this? this? <gasps> little man weave. Text to somebody. Don't say. <laughs> okay. Let me know. Yeah, what's up with this watch? See? That's why <laughs> it said little man weave. It's like little man weave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was maybe not the man weave, but you know the joint where it it gives you actual hair. Yeah, we're not doing that right now. What we're doing for Content Creation Bootcamp, what you've already agreed to, <sighs> is the man weave or oh. five racks, period. I, you made that up. Yeah, I'm not giving you $5,000. Five racks, period. I'm not doing that. All right. Oh, and this episode is sponsored by the Content Creation Bootcamp. We got the bootcamp coming up. The creatorsbootcamp.com. 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 It is a three-day experience where you learn how to be a profitable content creator. Okay? Donnie Wiggins will be there. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Donnie will be there. Um, a whole bunch of other people. We got uh, CEO Maddie J. You're going to learn TikToks and Reels from uh, Eugene Bush. We got Ernestine. We got some amazing, amazing uh, presenters. So it's a three-day experience. First day is networking. We rent out the bowling alley. We just hang out and kick it and uh, network. And then the next two days, intense, nine to three or nine to four training on becoming a Serious content creator. So go to creatorsbootcamp.com. Um, and Donnie, it's on you. So this episode is also brought to you by Six Figure Accelerator, the dopest community where I help to develop coaches, consultants, and course creators from scratch. So mm-hmm. you may not have any clue, but you know that you want to coach in something, you want to create a course about something. Stop trying to get my stop, Shans. I'm working. What what did I do? I'm trying to Photograph my ass. No, I wasn't even... You self-conscious about your own feet. I promise you I wasn't doing that. Hey, listen, if you've ever wanted to be a coach, consultant, or course creator, but you really don't understand what goes into a coaching program or a course program, and you need development from scratch, I am your girl. You can reach us at sixfigureaccelerateredu.com. That's six figure. You can just go to sixfigureedu.com. Either one will work for you. Sixfigureedu. That's the number six, S-I-X, figureedu.com. Also brought to you by Post to Paid. Post to Paid. Oh, you said number six? No, the word six. Then she said number six. S-I-X. Okay, it's the word six. Okay. You know I'm still suffering from COVID memory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You bet, you bet. So just correct me. I just me, want to make sure it's right? right so people know. I'm going to write it down, you guys. My memory is not intact uh, <laughs> in short term right now. And we're looking for sponsors, cosmetic products, lotion. Anybody got? Anyway, S-I-X-FigureEDU.com. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Crazy. <laughs> also brought to you, this episode is also brought to you by Post to Paid. Post to pay, David, mm-hmm. is lit. Is it? It's super lit. Is it up? It's up. 
I just did a training with them last night. Can I buy into your company? We'll talk about that off camera. Post to paid is the only, the only community where you will get sent. This is for entrepreneurs, service-based entrepreneurs. You're struggling on social media. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to, how to post content that connects and engages and converts to cash. I literally send you three text messages a day. Mm. Right to your phone. Right to your phone. Every single day, you don't even have to think about what to post. I will send you the post prompt for you to post. Engaging posts, educational posts, inspiring posts, motivational posts, all those things that you need to connect and convert. And it's I just, really think you should let me buy into that. And it's just $37 a month. $37 a month. That's $1.23 a day, David, mm -hmm. to remove that overwhelm. You can get started with that and join us there by texting me at 404-737-2767. Text the words post to paid. P-O-S-T-T-O-P-A-I-D. Post to paid, $37 a month. Like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, that's lit. All right, so um, thank y'all for joining. Make sure you do us a favor, okay? Leave a review on the podcast, please. Leave some stars. If you think we deserve five stars, go and leave us five stars. Okay. That would be awesome. Um, and subscribe. Subscribe to the channel, okay? We really, really need that. I know you you consume the content and you just leave, but just make sure you're subscribed. Subscribe. It's on your Apple phone. It's on your Spotify. It's on your Google and um, your YouTube, okay? So anything else? Um, that's it. You got any lotion, Joe? Sanitizer. I don't know if it's going to help. First of all... You guys, thank you for another amazing episode. Shans, you did good today. Thanks. You stayed focused most of the time. Yeah. We're out of here. I'm learning. Peace. <laughs> David Shans presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.